going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 267 of the Geeks of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about Nintendo, the Walk of Fame, and our first tease for probably the most anticipated character in Titans, the Crowbar. Oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we do all that, though, uh, one thing I kind of fail to mention every, uh, more than I probably should is uh, our reviews on our podcast, on your favorite podcast app. Uh, if you want to really help the podcast a lot, leaving a review on the app that you're using, whether that's um, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, uh, I think you can review on Spotify, too. We're everywhere. Uh, a, a new popular one is Podchaser. Uh, that's that's kind of one that I noticed is growing. Um, mm-hmm. You can even do it right on Podbean if you listen on Podbean, our host site as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So if you want to, you know, give a review, I'm not even saying give us five stars. Just uh, you know, give an honest review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, obviously, a five star would be super appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, don't lie. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Honesty um, is the best policy. Yeah, leaving a review at all uh, just gives the podcast a little bit more uh, relevancy as far as SEO stuff goes. Yeah. yeah. It, it helps regardless. So thanks. When we get into the video games we've been playing, um, I'm going to go first. Yes. I'm going to go first off on games. Uh, and I'm really excited. I finally played a little bit of Last of Us 2. Sweet. Uh, I'll be honest, it's been a super busy week, so I've only got about an hour into it. Um, but it feels very familiar. I've... I feel like I'm I'm picking up Last of Us again. Uh, that's kind of a cool feeling. Because you just the played the good. first one in the last couple years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's been a couple years ago yet now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everything is obviously a bit smoother gameplay wise. I mean, things work when they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last of Us had a problem with trying to climb a ladder, and you'd have to be like completely centered with that ladder before. Yeah, it, it was pretty clunky. Hmm. Um. So, other than that, though, the controls are feeling really similar. Uh, the mechanics, you know, as far as, like, listening to uh, the creatures to to sneak up on them and Those stuff. Those clickers still scare the heck out of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was more of a fan of horror. Um, one of the first jump scares in the game, I was just like, I saw it coming, too. And <laughs> I was like, I just, I don't want this. Don't, don't do this great. to me. <laughs> I just want the story. Um it's got a very kind of long beginning cinematic, so be prepared for that. Um, I feel like most sequel player games anymore are going to do that to you right at the at the start. Mm-hmm. It really kind of sets up the world that you're in. Yeah, exposition and uh, stuff. Yeah. Yep. So it looks beautiful. Um, I'm playing it on a PS4, mm-hmm. uh, like a day one PS4, so still looks good on there. Nice. I, yeah. I don't want to give anything away because um, it's such a story-heavy thing. And I don't know what people will count as spoilers and what's not. So. It, it's and I'm very, not very divisive as well. Yeah. Uh, so far, I'm really not anywhere that's, you know, super crazy. Uh, I, I've i met, so people know where I'm at. Uh, I've met Abby. Abby's not who I thought she was. Uh, mm. But I don't even know really who she is yet. Uh, LJ said that I'll, I'll probably find out sooner. Yes, you will. Uh, <laughs> Very soon. So, <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm excited to keep playing it. Hopefully, I'll get to a little bit this week. Uh, I've probably been playing that until it's till it's finished. That's Just a long I'm, one. I get really invested in stories. It says long. Yes. Ugh. In a good way, though. Like I feel like there's like maybe the last chapter. I felt like they could have. A lot of people think they could have done without. But other than that, like it's a it's a long good game though. Cool. Doesn't do that was my biggest problem with God of War. Uh, the reboot, the is it four? Is that yeah. Four? Was that it was long, but I just kept thinking that I was almost to that mountain for like the first. Yeah, because it'd be like, oh, we're climbing up a mountain. No, we're not. We got to do this thing. Oh, hey, we're back on yeah. the mountain. Uh, no, we're not. Like I thought that mountain <laughs> was going to be like. A first chapter to that game <laughs> mm-hmm. and it takes you forever yeah <laughs> spoilers for god of war but just be prepared 
you're not getting up that mountain anytime soon. And that's that's all I'll say there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's something you want to know when playing that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was really was so frustrating. long, too, that first area. I really didn't like the first area very much because it was so long. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully this, you know, there's a lot of story here and it's not yes. just a dragged out situation. Yeah. Uh, cool. We can get into... What, what have you been playing, LJ? Uh, the first game I have been playing is called Hunt Down. And I started this on stream, mm-hmm. actually, on Friday. And it's a retro, like, side-scroller, like, shooter. It's got, like, light cover mechanics. Like, when you crouch in front of stuff, you can cover and shoot. Or you, it's got these, like, little dark spots in, in the background that you can, like, hide in. Uh, but it's basically, like, a, you're a bounty hunter in, like, a cyberpunk type of world. And so basically it's like the cops, you know, are they're not going to do anything. So it's like, you know, you're the person to, to dish out justice basically. And so there's four different types of gangs and then they all have like bosses that you got to fight and stuff. And, um, this, the second one that I'm on now, the second area, a bunch of hockey themed characters. So they're making ice puns. I'm making ice puns the whole time. I was calling, all, calling them the Mighty Sucks, the Mighty Yucks. Oh my uh, gosh. Like, all kinds of, <laughs> like, all oh kinds of, gosh. all kinds of dumb stuff. Um, yeah, and it, it's, it's good fun. The music is really good. Uh, the, the, like, graphics are, like, they got a pixelated look, but it's super smooth. And, like, there's, it's fully voiced also. And the Sweet. production quality for, for that kind of game is, like, it's an indie game, but it's just, like, wow, they kind of went extra. Um. So it's super fun. It's only going to take me a few sessions to beat, I think. It's not super hard either. I was worried that it was going to be one of those like retro indie games that just kicks your butt because most of them do and I was like oh, a lot like, that's true. That yeah. True. I got it uh they had the epic sale that uh, uh so it was only like 6 bucks cuz I had that $10 off coupon. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to look into it. Might be fun to stream. Um, instead of playing more Fortnite, you know, switch, switch things up a bit. So, uh, yeah, that's good. And then, um, the second thing I've, I've played, I've been meaning to get more into my backlog because I've been, I've been playing a lot of new stuff. Like I've really been blessed, especially in May and like early June. Like I was playing a lot of new, like review copy stuff. And so I was like, you know, I need to get Mm -hmm. back to my backlog. So I went back to Gears of War 4 which is very much uh, the Force Awakens thing where they're like, hey, here's the the new generation of, you know, characters and you, you team up with Marcus, you know, it's old man Marcus Phoenix. Uh, but mostly I just want to get to five because I've heard five is really cool. And Kate, uh, which is, she's a side character in four and she's a main character in five, but it sounds like there's some really cool backstory to her character. And so I've played through most of that. I think I only got one chapter left possibly but it was cool to finally just get to my backlog some more so i've been playing that as well that's awesome yeah so that's kind of what i've been up to sweet how about you shelly so um i'm still playing persona 5 strikers i think last time i had beaten the game but i think i just want i want to go ahead and platinum it i'm still having fun yeah um so what i did is i've completely finished my current playthrough i didn't Mm. realize that there is new game plus i guess it's not a persona 5 game if there's not a new game plus nice but there is new game plus but you have to unlock it you don't just get it after beating the game Mm. you have to um there's just so many things you have to do you have to beat the reaper who i think is just the hardest enemy in the entire game Mm. so i did that i beat him um but in order to even unlock the reaper you have to complete a bunch of different other requests in the game so i i completed like every single request that was offered to me in the game i don't think i missed a single one. Oh wow um at least i don't believe i did i really hope i didn't that'd be super awkward but i i think <laughs> i got them all um and so yeah then i beat the reaper and so now i have access to new game plus which also gives you a new difficulty mode merciless mode um which makes sense because like your new game plus you want to be more harder anyway right so it's still more fun um and but it's cool like there's different changes in the new game plus i haven't actually opened a new game yet um but i probably will simply so i can um again like i there's only like two more trophies i need the third trophy being like having all trophies and Mm. i have to open 
New Game Plus and play some New Game Plus to complete them. Ooh, so okay. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm I guess I'm playing this again. Part of me is like, do I take a break and play something else? But part of me is also like, I kind of want to keep playing. And I feel like if I were to take a break by playing something else, I would never come back. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I would just forget about it. So um, I might just grind it out and do it. Basically, there's only one more persona I need to fill out the uh, the complete list of them. And that's also one that you can only get in New Game Plus. So Gotta catch them all. Exactly. Yeah. I never really bothered with that sort of thing, like getting super duper strong personas in Persona 5 Royal, which I kind of regret um, just because I think that would have that would make New Game Plus in that game more exciting, which again, I, I this sort of also gets me in the mood to, to play New Game Plus in the Royal. Um, but this game, I was like, I have the time, I have the bandwidth, I have the energy to try to get the best personas possible in this game. So I, I have essentially the top like five that you can get, but the number one top one, you you unlock it by being the Reaper, and you unlock it um, with New Game Plus. So that's that's the whole thing there. But the game is still super fun. Like the fact that it just keeps it just keeps going with more and more. That's content. cool. That just like you keep going with it too. Yeah, like they just I didn't even realize how much more content there was and like how much stuff that they change up for New Game Plus. Like makes it seem really fun. Um, so I don't know. It's just such a good game. It, it's like. I feel like I can never play another Warriors game after this. Like, I can never go back to Age of Calamity. I would never go back to... Fire Emblem Warriors, I still technically own. Oh, I do not care about Age of Calamity DLC. I saw that and I was like... I'm like, bye! You did! Okay! I don't care about the puns. I... That game... It's one of those things where it's like... It's one of those things where, yes, the main problem I had with it was in the plot. And, like, obviously a lot of people liked the story. Some people didn't. And obviously I'm not one who did. But even after after playing Persona 5 Strikers, I'm realizing how much better the gameplay is in Strikers is over Age Calamity 2. Like, I have to think. Like, I have to think really hard, and it's not just, like, the same thing over and over. It's not just, like, mm. oh, go to this stronghold. Oh, take out this stronger enemy. Oh, go to this stronghold. Take out this stronger enemy. Oh, you get to... No. It's, like, you have to coordinate with your team, and you have to think about type advantages and disadvantages, and you have to think about buffs. You gotta think about debuffs. You gotta think about everyone's special abilities. You gotta think about what... Oh, man. Personas. Like, it's just... It takes so much stress to... to do a good job so <laughs> anyway i can go on and on about persona 5 strikers it's just it's <laughs> such a good game cool Sweet. is that it i think that's it yep. should we do it yeah do you have your smash tourney oh my gosh i forgot yeah <laughs> thanks for reminding me in the notes i, I was gonna put i was gonna mention another one i put it in games so um yeah so we had our first local our first offline local in over a year oh that's awesome which is awesome well uh, there has been some other locals around the state but they're all just too far for us um mm. so we had our first local that's actually like in seattle so that was really exciting. Um, it was really fun. I went 0-2, but I totally am fine with it. I was fully expecting it, but I think I played... I mostly just wanted to, like, have a good mindset, mm-hmm. have fun, and, like, try to, you know, focus on, like, what I'm doing and less on, like, winning or anything, right? So I feel like I played mm-hmm. really well. Um, and, yeah, just had a super good time meeting people and playing with people um, long after... We, we were knocked out. Um, That's cool. It's just such a good time. Everyone had so much, like, awesome energy in the room because all of us were there just like, we're here in person. And we're like, you know, like, and there's lots of people who played online tournaments. I never did, but, you know, Daniel did. And so it was really cool for him. He's like, oh, like, all these people I played online, like, they're here. That's <laughs> it's, awesome. Which is super fun, and, like, making all these connections. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for some more locals to come back. Um, it's only going to go up from here as, as vaccinations go even higher yeah. rates. So mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. All right. When we get into the gaming news, LJ, finish up our E3 coverage. Yes. So Nintendo is usually the last uh, on the train, even though people are usually boarding the train for Nintendo. Um mm-hmm. 
So I have a list of the announcements here uh, in the show notes, but was there anything that caught caught your eye uh, for for the both of you? Like anything? Dread. You, you guys Dread. saw on there? Dread. Yeah. Dread. 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 Yeah. Man. That was surprising because oh. so my my thing is they could have easily ported that uh, that Samus Returns game from 3DS. They yeah. could have easily mm-hmm. ported that. But then Dread has been in development for so many years that it's like, oh, hey, instead of doing this port we could do, we're just going to give you the next game in this series. So I, 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 love I, how, I was really stoked for I that. love how they're just like, okay, we're still working on Metroid Prime 4. Just to hold you over, we're going to mm. give you a mainline Met- Metroid I, game. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, that made me so happy. They could have had a, another E3 conference without like Metroid. They could have easily done the port like... There's just so or many. Done, new- like, I remember they one of their newer Metroid related games was like that. Oof, Federation Force Two. Fe- yep, been Federation a low Force. Blow. I think that's what it was called. And <laughs> oh, I, I was fully expecting it to be one of those when they're just yeah. like, please let this hold you over in the meantime. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be some stupid wacko yeah. like <laughs> game, but no. I had man. skimmed through and just watched the trailers, and so mm. I was really confused. I was like, this isn't. You know the Prime Four that we've all been waiting for, right? I was no. like, because that would make so many people so bad. No, because they they reference Metroid. They they call it Metroid Five because there's Metroid One and then Two, and or there's Metroid. I think yeah, there's Metroid One on the NES. There's Two on the Game Boy Color. Three is Super Metroid. Four is uh, Fusion on the GBA, yeah. and then this is Five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it like mainline cool. Metroid. I love the uh, from the looks of. It, I don't know if it was just trailer. But it seemed like it's going to have these like 3D uh, cinematics. I think yes. the gameplay, and I'm like, that's such a cool idea. Yeah, it, it looks really good. Like I was just like, man, this this. I guess Donkey Kong Country's kind of done that. The uh, aesthetic yeah. is cool too. Like just that like whole like robot like theme like whatever like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome it's because it's like aliens. I've I've always really liked metroidvania games but i was always mm-hmm. ashamed because i've never actually played a proper metroid or castlevania game yeah and now but in a lot of it honestly you can make fun of me if you want it's a lot of times it's because they are old games and i don't know how to play them or that, i don't know that, like, that's fine i'm just really bad them. at them or yeah i'm just and, or just being, and a lot of times they're a lot harder yeah like you know exactly so, that sort of thing it. it's I, like I totally get it hollow knight was hard enough for me i don't really need yeah. like anything more harder than that um, like personally like i'll even say super metroid like i've tried to play it multiple times like the super nintendo one and it just like i don't know why it's just i think it's 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 definitely it's got it's challenging it's it's kind of like clunky just the way it plays and everything but like i get it's a good game but but i'm kind of with you like some of those old games i just can't go back to but this is awesome because it's so clear that they're obviously there both for longtime Metroid fans and for new yeah. fans. Like, it's so clear to me because, like, again, the fact that they're like, this is Metroid Dread. This is it. This, this is, is actually Goodwill, we... Nintendo, right here. Like, this is totally. some Goodwill compared to anything else they could have done. Like, they brought up, you know, like, again, this thing that they talked about, like, 19 years ago. For Like, I think <laughs> yeah. that's what it was like. It was like 19 years ago. Like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. But also, at the same time, it's so clear that they're, they're like, yeah, if you're new to Metroid, you could just hop in here. Like, this is the or this first game, like, mm-hmm. in, in so long. Yeah. That's the style. Um, yeah. Like, a lot of people's so... first Metroid was, like, Metroid Fusion or Metroid Zero Mission on the GPU. Yeah, totally. It's, like, it's funny. I was talking to, to Daniel about this, too, and we talked about how it's, like, how we're both so excited for Metroid, but we're also like, well, we never played like a Metroid game, but we realized a lot of it is because we just like literally aren't old enough. We just l- aren't old enough for yeah. most Metroid games. It's, like, it's kind of like with Mega Man. I don't get yeah. the nostalgia for Mega Man because it's so hard and dumb, but it's like people have that nostalgia, you know? Like, yeah. So I get, I get it. Like y'all just don't have the attachment. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah. Uh, it's that's honestly the thing I took most from the presentation, cool. although. Breathwild 2 looks better than I expected. And I had very high expectations. So the sky stuff, it looks cool. Yeah. Like, it's it's not surprising to me anymore that they're like, oh, let's do Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Such clear parallels that I'm mm-hmm. honestly all about. At this point, yeah, I don't know if I'm actually going to get Skyward Sword HD. I remember back when the Switch came out, I was like, 
they should do it, they should do it, they should do it. And now that I'm seeing, I'm like, yeah, actually, never, never mind. I don't want to pay $60 I think it's cool. for Skyward Sword. Exactly. I'm just like, actually, this is not a good decision for me. So, <laughs> but, but literally the fact that they're like showing that off almost right next to Breath of the Wild 2 with like the, the falling in the sky and the islands. And I'm just like, and like, yeah, they did have some mentions to Skyward Sword in the first game. I remember mm-hmm. like, there's like one of the side quests where the little girl's like, Everyone used to live at the sky. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Skyward Sword. You know your lore, little little girl. Um, <laughs> but I feel like they, they're trying to hold on to that even more for this game, for Breath of the Wild 2. Mm-hmm. Even if it's they're not going to do explicit things. But like, imagine if you got the Master Sword, you could hear Fee. Imagine. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear Fee ever again. I know you don't, <laughs> but it would be so cool. Like, on one hand, that would suck. But on the other hand, man, it would be lit. I'll literally throw so that cool. sword off but It's one of those things where it's sort of like, it's like the very, the link from the very beginning, the very first link, and then, like, potentially the very last link. You know what I mean? like, I'd rather use a tree branch. It would be yeah. so cool because it's like, she's like, oh, you know, and back in Skyward Sword, she's like, this isn't the last time we'll see each other, like. I'll be with you, and, like, I just wanted, I, I know we yeah. hate her, but if she wasn't annoying, <laughs> you know how cool it would be? It'd be very cool. Yeah. I'm literally gonna go back in the stone. <laughs> but, like, man. It's gonna the, go back to sleep trailer, for another hundred years. This yeah. trailer, though. Yeah. Like, Guess what, Fee? Up... Your batteries are dying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, You're like, low on health. I get it. <laughs> she drove me nuts. <laughs> well, with the braking system, right? So Master Sword can't break the, ma- the. Well, it can't break, but you can run out. Just oh, it off I can just sky. imagine her. You're gonna be like ten swings in. She's gonna be like, you have two more swings left. Okay. <laughs> just oh yeah, because it Fee. has charges. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Fee. She's gonna say your master, your sword battery is low again. Man. Oh. Throw it. You can just maybe throw it off of the sky. Throw it into the sky. I'm gonna give her a, to a hoblin. <laughs> the you keep her. I had no problem with Navi. I know a lot of people found Navi annoying. My dog's uh, name was Navi. I feel like they're on the same level, personally. I didn't never. I guess maybe I was just young enough for Navi <laughs> yeah. to not bug me. But yeah, Fee, yeah. she literally stopped me mid fight. I'm like freaking out, swinging my arms like crazy. Stop the fight to tell me that Very I'm low on health. <sighs> and I was like, I'm aware that I'm low on health. Do not stop me mid-swing. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of rough. Um, oh, that's funny. But like, anyway. but sure, sure. back to It'd the trailer, cool. people are talking about, like, it looks like they're, you're going to have, like, time manipulation abilities. Yeah. Somebody call the TVA. Yeah. <laughs> Loki, he's somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> the metal arm's crazy w. looking. It's an apocalypse, yes, though. the arm. It's so cool because it's like everyone was... That was a theory for the longest time, right? Everyone, that initial trailer they gave us so long ago, they're like, looks like something happened to his arm. His arm is probably going to be really important. Like, it's going to... And it's obviously that's that's the case. It looks like it's like a new Sheikah Slate, essentially. I know yeah. who's going to really like that arm. <laughs> Link is not in the Marvel Universe. LJ. <laughs> Rocket Raccoon just shows up. I wonder if he'll be able to hold on to cliffs better when it's raining. Ooh, oh, better grip. Just like dig into sure that cliff first so. and jam it in. That'd be cool. That mechanic. Um, anyway. Man. I'm just so excited. Like, it looks so good. Like, it just. I, I don't know how well it's going to run because honestly, the first Breath of the Wild didn't run that well on the Switch. It's so funny. It's like the main line. It's the biggest main game on the Switch and still didn't run well. But this game looks even prettier. I love how everybody got mm-hmm. played and thought there was going to be a Switch Pro announcement. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. And like, I never cared. But I, yeah, me I knew neither. a lot of people like, who cared. You people are crazy. Like every week it's like, oh, they're going to announce it. It's true. It's so funny how it really is like every week they're like, the leaks. They've come out. I mean, if you, if you keep guessing every week, yeah, eventually you'll be right just by proxy. Like, you know, just because yeah. you kept guessing so long. It's just like, okay. Um, True. Anyway, what about you, Cody? Would, was there anything that stood out? That was you? my thing. Okay. That was, I was Sorry, stoked I about Breath of the Wild 2. No, it's okay. Um, no, that's cool. That was like the one thing I was... I, I'm a huge Zelda fan. Uh, it doesn't sound like it whenever I talk about Zelda. But <laughs> I just like... 
I think I'm a big Zelda fan, but there's people that are even bigger fans than I am. So it's it just it's such a divided like there's <laughs> people that really liked Ocarina of Time, but like I I loved Ocarina of Time and I loved Twilight Princess. Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild was amazing, yeah. but like everyone loves um, Wind Waker. It's not my thing, and that then Skyward Sword. Yeah, I. I yeah, didn't. It's fine. It's your opinion. It's whatever. I almost beat it. Um, I did play it. I gave it a go. <laughs> um, and then they were like, "We want you to go fishing for Triforce pieces." And I was like, "All right, well, I'll." They cut. They cut that away. in the Wii U. That's good. <laughs> I yeah, put it away. Changed. I was like, "I'm not." Cody's like, "That's good, but I don't care. I'm not gonna play." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. I don't like good. fishing. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't. I mean, I get it. It was a cool yeah. game, but I just it, it seemed like a back step for me from like a great time. Um, because I loved that style and I wanted so much. I wanted that so much more. Uh, the Breath of the Wild surprised me because it's so different from everything. Oh yeah, but, mm-hmm. uh, in good ways. I really like it. So Breath um, of the Wild too. Yeah, uh, for me, a, a big one is Advanced Wars. Uh, just because yeah. I never really got the chance to get into those, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where it's like with Fire Emblem so popular now. It's like, when are we gonna? When is that gonna come around? And now it has. So. I'm hoping that this game gets more love, that people support it, and I'm definitely gonna get it. The uh, Advance Wars one and two. Yeah, um, it's so it's cool. funny. My my husband Daniel, he he played them all the time when he was a kid, which also makes mm. sense because he's yeah. obsessed with Fire Emblem. Um, and so like the minute they announced that, he like popped off, and then ever since that he's been he's been playing <laughs> Advance so Wars cool. again. He's just that's like, awesome. He just been playing it, and I just hear the music and. It's a little annoying, to be honest, music after, like, <laughs> hours, but I'm glad he's having so much fun. Um, yeah, that's and, funny. But yeah, it's funny. Every once in a while, I'm just like, so what's the plot of this game, Daniel? And he's like, huh? You just... <laughs> it's war. And I'm like... This okay. isn't Fire Emblem. There's no plot. It's just war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it's like a hard game, sounds like. But I guess yeah. I guess classic Fire Emblem games are also Yes, hard, it's so more it's closer to the original classic Fire Emblems. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I was like, low key hoping for in this presentation was more Fire Emblem because it's been around that long where it's like, oh, they yeah. can maybe tease something. I'm fully not disappointed that they didn't show anything. Like again, yeah. the presentation was legitimately great, so mm. I'm not upset by any means. But it's one of those things where I'm like, it would have been nice, but I'm totally fine without it. Um, They'll they'll do yeah. something for sure. Fire Emblem is a big enough franchise for them at this point. They'll oh, they'll yeah. keep it up. It'll be back. Um, the big thing, honestly, was the first thing the direct opened up with, oh, which got me yeah. super hyped, was Kazuya in Smash. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't Jin, but like as a Tekken player, I was mm-hmm. like, I always thought my I'm my surprised. dream would have been my dream would have been put Jin in there, and then after yeah. you announce him announce a port for one of the Tekken games so I can practice on the go. Because I would love to have a port of Tekken 7. Like, I don't expect to play that game online mm-hmm. on my Switch, but if I can just lab in the training mode and practice combos on my Switch and go to my PS4 later, oh, man, that'd be great. Um, but we got Kazuya instead, which that trailer, or that reveal was great. Because, like, Kazuya, that's his whole thing, is he got tossed off a cliff by his dad when he was a kid. And so he's like, all right, I'm just going to toss this whole <laughs> roster off a cliff now. Um, <laughs> so good. I loved yeah. that present. I loved that sort of trailer. Yeah, it was so, it was cool. so was great. Like, Ganondorf's dead. Min Min's dead. Pig's yeah. dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> that meme. It's so oh, funny. Man. Um, <laughs> it was great. I'm really hyped. It's great because it's like, it's just one of those things where it's like, everyone is always speculating about you know what the next character in smash is going to be that was out of left field for sure it, it but it's crazy because it also makes perfect sense it's like why wouldn't yeah. a tekken character be in yeah because they already have game? terry and ryu as well so yeah. it, it does make sense mm-hmm. absolutely um, i was shocked i was like oh i didn't know we were playing well with them that's cool i i am happy I it wasn't Jin, hihachi because uh, hihachi has been a guest character in other games plenty of times yeah, that's oh, true. So I'm just like, even in like Soul Calibur and like a few other games, like it's been Hihachi, but I'm so happy that uh, that it was because I mean I, I I would like Jin because I'm a Jin main. Um, if I was and Jin, which one oh, had the Devil Jin story mode thing? Were you? There was Tekken Five and Tekken Wave Six. Battle. Both had. I think it was might have been Tekken Five. I don't remember Tekken Five as much. Well, I, I had a PSP five. port of Tekken Five. Five sounds right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, because then Tekken Force made you play as uh, in six made you play as Lars, which is a different character. Okay. Tekken um, like, yeah, so that one. Playing Jin Jin was such a focus of that game. Yes. And then yeah. I think in um, the uh, the movie that they made, um, not yes. super recommended, but Jin was the main character of that as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the live action movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kazuya is is still cool. My thing mm. is, I would have loved. As a gin player, I would have loved to just walk right into Smash Bros. and just know everything. Like, I mean, I could still do that with Kazuya to a degree, but man, I would just be right at home if it was gin. But anyway, I'm, I'm as a Tekken fan, I'm super excited. Like, that was my fight. That's been my fighting game for years, and I just started playing it online in the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I thought of signing awesome. up for uh, Evo because they have like online Evo Yo, stuff. Yeah, and it's like I have—I think I have a code for the Tekken PC version of Tekken because it's PC. I'm like I should maybe just do that for fun and you sign should. up. You should. That'd be Even so I'll, cool. I'll probably get wrecked, but it'll be but fun just to just say I did it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could beat an Evo. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah, you're top tier already. Very last <laughs> place, but yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah. So those are the biggest. I th- those are our f- our favorites um, for the uh, Nintendo E3 Direct. Um, we'll get the ball rolling on the gaming news now. Uh, the next piece actually transla- uh, transitions really well because uh, the director of the Tekken series confirmed that Tekken Cross Street Fighter is officially dead. It's been it's uh, the Street Fighter Cross Tekken, which was this. The, the crossover in the Street Fighter 4 engine came out about 10 years ago or so. And that was cool. It was fine. But then there was this pitch that, like, they're like, okay, well, now we're going to do the Tekken version. Now these Street Fighter guys, you're going to, you know, you're going to be able to use in Tekken now. Um, but it never came out. They just never said it was canceled or anything. But now it is confirmed. He has said that they only had 30% of it done. And over the years, it just went dead. Um... But also, we get to see some shades of that, because Akuma is, is playable in Tekken 7. So, like, you get to kind of see what a Street Fighter character in Tekken would have been like. Hmm. Um, so, cool. yeah. Especially, yeah, again, as as more of a Tekken fan even now, I'm like, man, I would love that right now. That'd be so cool. But it doesn't sound like we're ever going to get it. And uh, so, yeah, that, uh, that's, that's officially confirmed dead. Um... <sighs> The thing that isn't dead, which probably should be at this point, um, Cyberpunk 2077 is back on the PlayStation Store uh, with a big caveat. So uh, there's literally a warning in the PlayStation Store that says, um, basically CD Projekt Red does not advise you playing this on the PS4, base PS4. And it's a warning that recommends playing on PS4 Pro or PS5. Which is so weird because apparently they removed, I guess, a lot of traffic and a lot of like innocent bystanders, like a lot of like pedestrian stuff, to even make the game like run better on those. Sad. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make which sounds sad because like that just makes that world feel less alive. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like it makes like, it feel more empty. It's supposed to be such like a super duper packed, dense city, but like yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. It's such a rough situation. Such a rough yeah. time. It, it's sad because it's like I really want to go back and play more of it myself and try to finish it. But every time I play, there's always some new bugs or glitches on the Xbox. Like even on the Xbox version, I'm mm-hmm. um, just like, man, like this is rough. Um, I kind of forgot that I can get that on the PC. Yeah, Seems like I, I honestly the think best place to play it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think like oddly enough, I think like PC and Stadia are like the best places to play. Stadia, that. that's crazy. Yeah, because Stadia, you don't have to worry about no hardware. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's that's Stadia. so weird to say. <laughs> it's like, hey, remember Stadia is a thing? That's yeah. the best place to play Cyberpunk, apparently. So, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's gaming news. Cool. Well, we'll get into movies. Um, I yeah, yeah. there was no way this week um, that I watched <laughs> the movies. Shelly, you didn't watch anything either, right? I did not. Sorry. Too much. And LJ, your movie sounds pretty dumb. 
Well, <laughs> so I so I, I watched this with family yesterday because we were just okay. eat, uh, barbecuing for Father's Day and stuff. But I watched Dumb and Dumber again, <laughs> and like I, I was literally I'm not a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> so I wanted to make fun of you anyway. Uh, so I thought about um, I, I thought about actually watching Luca this weekend. I tried. I was going Ooh. to multiple times because uh, that's on Disney Plus, and then like. I was going to probably watch it like before the podcast since I had time, but I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I said, I'm going to go to my theater on $5 Tuesday tomorrow, and I'm actually going to go watch it in a theater to support Pixar because, and my theater, because I guess Pixar kind of got the raw end of the deal because you're actually not having to pay the $30, which still, that's a lot of money to be paying for Disney, for an extra mm-hmm. like movie on Disney Plus. But I was like, man, that is, that is kind of suck for Pixar because it's like they, you know, they're not getting that extra like revenue from yeah from Disney Plus. Everybody's just mm-hmm. watching it for free. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? If I go to my theater, I'm supporting Pixar and I'm supporting my theater. So I think sure. I'm gonna go probably tomorrow night and watch that. But I'm excited to hear what you think about it. Yeah, um, it'll be fun. But yeah, Dumb and Dumber was fun just because like as a kid, I basically wore out that VHS tape. Like, and that's not a movie I should have been watching when I was a kid. Um, gosh, uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels are just so great in that movie. They play, like, these grown, like, children and are just so... There's just, like, little things. Like, so y- you all know, like, when you watch a movie you haven't seen in years and you just catch little things that just make you laugh. Like, and there's a lot of stuff they do in that movie where I'm like, man, these dudes are creepers. They are kind of, like... <laughs> I would be really sketched out at these guys, like, on some of the stuff they do. Because, like, the whole plot is basically, like, for, like, a 20-year-old movie. Is that, like, maybe even more now, actually. Gosh. Um, So they basically pick up these, this briefcase that, like, this woman drops off for, like, ransom to get her, like, husband back. You know? Like, and so Lloyd, uh, Jim Carrey, this limo driver, he basically just runs up and grabs the briefcase because he, she forgot it. He thinks she forgot it. And so the whole mo- plot of the movie is they're going to Colorado to give her back the briefcase. And they uh, the, there's, like, these bad guys in the movie that, like, think that they're, like, these super professional criminals. And it's just, no, they're just a couple of idiots. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't remember uh, that being the plot. It's been so long yeah. since I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I've, I've probably seen this movie. Them. I've probably seen this movie over a hundred times, probably. just. I, I probably haven't like, seen it since I was a kid. Again. Even on TV, <laughs> like it's been on movie. TV so many times, like, and I thought to myself, I'm like, why don't I own this movie? Like, I've seen it so many times. <laughs> um, Definitely a classic. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was just it doesn't make sense. Like, my parents had to hide the tape from me, and then I'm sure it got to the point. I think I remember it got to the point where the tape didn't even work anymore. So yeah, I just kind of took a n- trip of nostalgia, and it was funny to watch again. So nice. again, I came in clutch for the for movies this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I need to get get on some movies. Busy. I've been too busy That's with TV. Good. That's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> so we can get on to the movie news. I always think that I've watched a movie and then I'm like, no, I've just watched. I've just binged a lot of Shows. episodes or something. Yep. So it feels like I watched a movie. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Um, What's going on in the movie news? Yeah. So we don't have too much in the movie news this week. Um, we do have Steven, Steven Spielberg. I don't know why. It's always hard to say his name. I think the alliteration um, just gets me. Um, but he signed a deal with Netflix. So he's going to be making a bunch of movies for Netflix now. Which is, yeah, company. I think, a great deal for Netflix, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's like, even though, you know, vaccinations are on the rise, theaters are opening up again, um, I feel like the streaming service game is still going to be going strong. Mm-hmm. Like, it was already kind of strong before COVID. I think it got even stronger during, during you know, the last year. Um, but I think, you know, deals like this make me think, like, oh, yeah, people are still going to be, you know, watching stuff from home and not just relying on the theater all the time for their This movies. just makes me think, like, Tiger King was a real low point, like, in, in our world. Oh, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Tiger King. That's so long ago. Like, this is Amblin and Steven Spielberg we're talking about in the streaming game, and we all just... You, uh, over a year like just a year ago now we're watching yeah. tiger king i'm like yeah. what happened <laughs> yeah probably um, pro- probably a split in the sacred timeline somewhere probably oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> so good. um but also we got a 
Um, teaser for Jurassic World 3. Um, it's Jurassic World Dominion, I think that's what it's called. Yep. But it's funny mm-hmm. because it's like a teaser for an extended teaser. That's I hate be that so much. I hate it too. I'm like, you are not that important. I'm sorry, like, Jurassic Teasers World, were like, annoying the way it was. It was like a teaser was a trailer for a trailer. Yeah. But now we have a teaser yeah. for a teaser that will probably be for a trailer. <laughs> I Stop. Really hate that's, it. Next, so, that's next it's level. It's only IMAX. I'm just like, you You are just not that special. You're It'll be on the internet in two weeks. Like, like, <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, like I understand. Yeah, I understand like, if you want to like, watching like a, a demo with dinosaurs in IMAX. That's cool. I guess. Uh, just having a trailer. Yeah. That we haven't gotten like Fast and Furious with this franchise yet. And they haven't traveled back in time to like dinosaurs. Maybe that's what this is going to be. Who knows? If I call that, that would be crazy. There was, I think there was talks of like a news article like a month or so ago. Like somebody saying that they would like to see the two crossover as well. So Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park. Yes. Oh, I I wasn't going there. but (laughs) This or like somebody was like, somebody was like, hey, like, you know what we could do? Like, oh, and then dinosaurs are driving. This scares me because I'm like, these two are, should not be this close together. I just, I, what I mean by that is just, Fast just gets more and more ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm like, what would yeah. be more ridiculous than the dinosaurs? We go back in time. The dinosaurs. With like one of those Jeeps from Jurassic Park, and then they're driving around in uh, Jurassic, like the real Stop. Jurassic World. That just, <laughs> that just, I hate it. Didn't they kind of do it with Lost World? It. It's been a like, while since I've watched that. I don't even know what remember. Lost World, Jurassic Park, Lost World. Don't what? they go back? Uh, well, or I they think go to another the dino- dimension. The dinosaurs get brought into the city because they take them with them or something like. So there's a T Rex basically Godzilla-ing like San Francisco in Lost World. At yes, at the end of that movie, yeah. It's been a while. They don't go back in time, but I f- I forget why, but something happens where they end up taking some dinos with them. And then, sure enough, the the T Rex basically escapes and has a Godzilla moment. Okay, so I have a million dollar idea. It's all good. Uh, Spielberg, contact me. Does he have anything to do with these <laughs> movies anymore? Jurassic Park or yeah. Dress- yeah, I don't know. The world. World. Yeah, I, probably world. not. World. <laughs> He's probably like you've ruined my art, and is <laughs> as far away from no, them as possible. It's <clears throat> yeah. That teaser mm-hmm. does look cool, though. I'm like, I kind of want to see more of just this. It's, like, just like, it's one of those about... things where it's like, if they didn't have a teaser, if they just showed off a the teaser on IMAX and they just spread out round news like, oh yeah, there's like... Just making animatronic CGI, like nature so... dinosaur movie. It seems so extra to me. Pay $20 to see a movie and you can watch 10 seconds of footage that you can't see anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, no one's going to get a freaking movie ticket to go watch... I think it's I think F nine. I think that's the movie that they yeah. said it's gonna that's gonna play before. No, it's gonna like just go other way just to watch the Jurassic World extended teaser. Like, you want to go yeah. to IMAX? I heard there's ten seconds of extra footage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. The more I think about it, the more upset I get. For an unrelated movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe someday they won't be so far off. <laughs> uh. So moving on, because yeah, we're getting <laughs> salty now. Um, we're uh, getting our new new set of uh, stars added yes. to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So mm-hmm. we got a lot of people on the list, including but not limited to um, Macaulay Culkin, Willem Dafoe, Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. Regina King, Ian McGregor, Jason yeah, Momoa, cool. Tessa Thompson. Uh, the big one there is, I would say, Carrie Fisher. Since that's yeah. uh, obviously posthumous. Um, so if you're in Star Wars, good chance you're gonna get mm-hmm. your uh, your name. Yeah, yep. we also got like Ricky Jarvis, uh, Ming Na Wen. Um, Who's in Star Wars? Norman Reedus. Oh yeah. I don't. I I guess they and like for recording they have like Black Eyed Peas, which I don't know why. <laughs> I I like Black Eyed Peas. They don't need a freaking star. DJ Khaled. He's uh, really Avril Lavigne, she deserves it, in my opinion. <laughs> like, no offense to these names, I am surprised that Chadwick Boseman's not in there. Like, looking at some of the names, and I'm like, you're in, but he's not. Kind of surprises me. True. 
I don't know. I won't say There's which names. There's a few names. on there, too, that I'm surprised they didn't have yet, either. Like, I was like, yeah. all right. I won't say which names. I just, you know. Yeah. It just seems like Judging an important name. People. Yeah, there's yeah. a few of them that I'm like, great really? great amazing things in their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love judging everyone. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can move on, though. Um, it's Carrie just Fisher's kind of really exciting. Cool. I'm really excited for Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I, I mean, not when. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like if you're going to give Carrie Fisher one, why not give Chadwick Boseman one? Yeah. Maybe. It's definitely know. not the name in my head, but... <laughs> it's not like... It's not like... I don't know. It's not like they they still can't. Right. I mean, yeah. it could be like a... I don't know. It's been it's been a minute since Carrie Fisher passed. Mm, that's you true. Know? Maybe they so, have a particular like, mean, rule. Yeah, and maybe they have a different process they have to go through. They have to keep it yeah. interesting I every... I would not be surprised. Every year. That's true. Like, they probably just can't be like, oh, this person who unfortunately passed let's just give him a star like they there you get a star be, you get a star there has <laughs> to be more conversation there but anyway i mean i don't know it's and that's exciting for them more more walk of fame yeah folks mm-hmm. that's what we got for movie news not much but we really went overboard with the gaming so i think it's fine <laughs> yeah thanks e3 well, we get into the TV news, or not news, TV shows that we've been watching then. Uh, and mm-hmm. I guess, let's let's start with your guys' uh, sports anime, uh, LJ. Sports <laughs> anime. Yeah, Our sports weekly sports, sports anime update. I love it. <laughs> um, I have watched no everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've watched everything that Kuroko's Basketball has to offer on Netflix. Okay. Nice. Um, which is only the second season. I mean, it just came to Netflix, like, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And it only took maybe a month or so for the season two to come up, so I'm hoping maybe, like, in another few weeks, season three just pops up. But again, that show is just... It's the most stereotypical shounen thing ever, but it's basketball. And I find myself laughing at that show, not because of a funny joke, but I'm, I'm, I'm but then I'm like, it's more like a, okay, they just went there, you know, like <laughs> they just shown in this thing again, you know, like unashamed to do it. Uh, it's just, it's super good because now it's one of those things that's like, oh, that character can do that. And then it's like, oh, now this character can do that, you know, kind of a thing. It's like once one character reaches the next level, then you see all the other characters like doing the same thing you know like so pretty soon this thing that happens like every character is gonna be able to do it um like going super saiyan uh but anyway so i have two options because i got viz they have a viz media has an app for two dollars a month where you can read a bunch of manga and i just got it because i wanted to catch up on super like because like dragon ball super is still going even though there's not a show anymore uh, but then I was like, oh, Kuroko's Basketball is on there. So I could literally just keep watching Kuroko on like Crunchyroll and not wait for Netflix. Or I can read the manga now. And I'm like, do I really want to do this or should I just wait? Because yeah, <laughs> I'm hooked now. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know if I want to wait or not. I feel like... You, I, I just feel like that's where I'm going to end up being in Haikyuu. I'm not, I'm not there yet. <laughs> like, in the sense of how far I am in Haikyuu. Mm. We are... We are well into season two, um, mm. and like they are pretty fatty seasons. Like they're like twenty five episodes each or something. Yes, like that. that's how long Kurokos are. Like they just span like twenty five episodes. But I think right now there's four seasons total, but only two are on Netflix, and I yeah. don't think we have Crunchyroll is the problem. So oh, yeah. I don't really sure. I don't have. Yeah, Crunchyroll I'm not totally either. sure. Yeah, what we're gonna we're, we're gonna and I watch doing. Doves, so I'm trash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all know I watch dubs, <laughs> yeah. so. Dubs. I don't know. The dubs pretty good, but I'm like, yeah. do I? Haikyuu's very good, by the way. It's like the more I watch it, the more I'm into it. So I'm like, I'm I'm understanding why my friends like it so much. Yeah, my my cousin who told me about Kuroku also told me about Haikyuu because he watched Kuroko then Haikyuu. So I'm like, maybe that's that where sense. I should go next. That makes sense. Just two, <laughs> two good sports anime. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I'm already thinking ahead. I'm already thinking hard to like whenever we do finish season two on Netflix. Like, what are we gonna do? Because it's a show that's one still going on. Mm. Um, but two, yeah, obviously has a manga. Obviously has other seasons that are you know are just subbed and that's fine. But it's on a different thing that mm. we don't have and it's whatever. But yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm just like. 
I, I also don't know. Like, that's the question, right? Like, do you want to wait? How important is yeah, the cost to you? How it's like, should I the, wait? The visual, like, yeah. Waiting might be worth it, but also it's like, if I want more, I could just go take care of it now and just keep going. But I don't know. I, I don't know about... Apparently there's a Kuroko's basketball movie as well on Crunchyroll, and I'm like, oh, a movie would be cool too. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Like, not like a live action, but just like an animated anime yeah, movie. Yeah, and like an OVA type. type yes. Movie. I was like, yeah. man. That sounds cool. I might just wait. <laughs> anyway, that's that's our sports anime. <laughs> yeah, cool. They're both um, good. They're just very good. I didn't get to watch a whole bunch of stuff, but I forgot somehow that Bad Batch was coming out. So I still have oh. an episode to watch, um, but I watched two episodes last night, and I I really didn't think I'd care about the Bad Batch characters, and I do, and that's really cool. Um, and, like, the scenery is so pretty in that. Uh, you can tell that just, like, there's a new level of animation going into it than uh, there was, like, back when Clone Wars and stuff was coming out. Mm. Uh, my one gripe, and it's just because I'm not a true fan, is uh, they're, they've relied heavy in the last few episodes on um, Clone Wars reveals, like, things that people who watch Clone Wars would care yeah. about. I hear there's, like, a lot of cameos and, like, a lot of connections. They're going hard on that. Yeah, and, like... That's cool, and I'm sure it's really cool for people who watch Clone Wars. Uh, but for me, I recognize them. I'm just not invested in those characters very much. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they, they make them like such a big deal uh, with the music and everything. You you just know, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like that. I tried to watch Bad Batch, and I, I like kind of like you're saying, like I don't have the attachment to Clone Wars that everybody does. So mm-hmm. I just didn't care to to keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening though, and I'm really excited to see where the story goes. For me. It wasn't the Clone Wars connection. It was the like beginning of the Empire connection. I'm like, I want to see that unravel and getting to see uh, that from their point of view has been really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's basically what I've been into. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see as it progresses. I'm I'm curious. I I got invested in Little Omega and I thought that she was gonna be like the most <laughs> annoying part of the show. I was like, we don't need a kid. Leave the kid alone. <clears throat> I just want cool characters being cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of fun stuff happened in there. And then, like you guys, saw Loki. That episode yep. felt like a penultimate episode to a season, not like a second yeah. episode. Season, yeah, episode two. I'm like, I feel that. I was like, that that end was so good. Yeah, like the way that ended, I was like, okay, so the next episode is the finale. And they need yeah, to exactly expect them to go hard all of a sudden. I'm just like, so okay, they really they're really setting up the show to be something and there's these yeah. first two episodes, but with the ending of that second episode, I'm like, okay, well what's the rest of the show gonna mm-hmm. end up looking like? Like I'm so curious. Yeah. This is so different yep. than I expect it well, initially the show was different than I expected anyway, so now it's mm. even changed even more and I'm just like, This is so trippy. It's so yeah. much. I, I love the interactions between tom hiddleston and owen wilson they're mm-hmm. just they're so gold. funny together they're like, ama- they're just like, like even like loki being expect. loki and then uh mobius just being like dude that's not gonna work on me like you know like i've read your file like i would yeah, love more of that and i don't want to get <laughs> yeah. too deep into it but i really more like, like a that. buddy cop style thing and i want to know why mobius is so good at fighting against that like that needs to kind of be explained to me because <laughs> um, Loki is the god of mischief, and yeah. Mobius just seems to be kept keeping up, and I'm like, he just reads them like a book, like yeah, kind of. It, and then that one part where he like kind of doesn't quite catch it at first, but then he does, and he's like, oh wait a minute, and he's like, I know what you're doing. Like he's supernaturally yeah. good at it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I hope that's explained a little bit. He's just not, yeah. just really good at his job type thing. He's um, yeah, like everyone, everyone, the TV is actually just god level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's like sure the timekeepers are, but are these guys like? <laughs> I think without giving too much away, I can also mention how much I love the salad scene, and I'll just leave it there. Wow, that was really <laughs> something. I'm like, Jet, the fact is, jet skis. This, this show is incredibly entertaining. I really, mm-hmm. I really like it. But at the same time, I, I can, al- I can't almost like think that. This really is just Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson just having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. having so much fun, just doing whatever. <laughs> like, the fact that this all plays, still plays into the story and all still plays into the characters and stuff is amazing. 
But it's like at the at the same time, I'm also just like, are y'all just like having fun here? Like this is awesome. <laughs> it totally works. But like it almost seems like an excuse to just like mess around and like you know do all these funny I, things with your characters. It's awesome. I, I love it. I feel like the salad thing is a very Rick and Morty type of scene too, because the writer, uh, one of the writers of Rick and Morty, is working on this show. So yeah, like, that's true. I feel like I, I feel like that is such a Rick and Morty style scene. Like, I feel like <laughs> just like what's that, happening. That could be that could be Rick explaining that to like a character or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. totally makes the writing sense. Is great. Yeah, I did not make that connection until now, but I see it for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah. I'm excited to see where the rest of the show goes. It's really weird yeah, to we see Loki no in like now. a suit and tie. That's been a like strange thing. Like <laughs> okay, he's just yeah, a cop now, yeah. and he's just taking investment in that. <laughs> That's very funny. Man, yeah, good show. I mean, if you're still a little bit on the uh, wishy washy about the show after you know Captain America and Winter Soldier, for example, um, mm-hmm. I say just try it out. Watch first first episode. Um, and watch the second episode. And if you're not interested after that, I guess we don't know what the rest of the show is going to continue to go. Because now it, everything's off the rails. Everything's off the table. We I'm have just no saying idea what's going to They're pretty now. good. Even if you don't like Loki as a character, I feel like you could still like the show. Yeah. I think. I would say that's, that's how I am. Soldier, I didn't like Loki. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was very much like Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, whereas yes, this yeah. feels very much like Ragnarok in its style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is great because Ragnarok is such a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. So. so, which I mean, obviously, Winter Soldier is an amazing movie too. But you're mm-hmm. right; they are very different. They're yeah. both great, great, but they're very different. Yeah. Like if you're like, yeah. man, I really like Ragnarok. I feel like this is a bit different because it's not in Asgard or anything or in space, but technically, um, but like it, it feels very Ragnarok in its. In its mm-hmm. Cool. Watch Loki. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll get into the tv news then making sure we weren't missing any tv shows um show that i'm sure somebody cares about uh patrick star <laughs> has got his own patrick from spongebob he's got his own uh show and i think it's about him having a show yeah i don't know if that's just an <laughs> so- episode that they're playing into a lot or if it's literally going to be the premise I like I liked that commercial because it's like set up like a Nickelodeon commercial, but it's like a trailer, you know. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I, the self awareness, I think, is what I liked about it. I was like, okay, this actually looks looks good, yeah. uh, but it's still more SpongeBob. So I'm like, most people I think don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot um, of people that are, but it, it it actually looked like funny to me. Like I, I was like, oh, that might show. be worth it. I have a problem with anything SpongeBob related to. You. No. <laughs> I talked it's, to it's a seventeen year old kid the other day. And I asked them what TV they watch. And they said, I don't know. I watch a lot of Spongebob. And I was like, you're 17. I figured that was very much like a kid's show. But I guess they've grown up with Spongebob being, you know, there were episodes before and then during their entire life. And so. I was afraid that you were going to say they watched. I don't know. They watched YouTube. And I'm like. Oh, oh no. that was about to kill my that was about to kill my soul because I know a lot well, of that was, people, yeah. a lot of it, kids watch YouTube. Now. Was, I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch SpongeBob. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So it's still relevant uh, to a lot of people, I guess. <laughs> um, Seventeen. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty old at that point. I mean, not old, but you know, it's not just. I I think SpongeBob, yeah. and I think like ten year old kids. Exactly. I was pretty young when I was watching SpongeBob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's more of an audience there it, it kind of transcends time because it's such an old show now that i think about it but yeah, yeah but it's like... also like i mean who knows maybe this show will actually be good it just upsets me again that they're even with like the what was it camp coral like the, the all the recent stuff that they're doing oh yeah after the creator's you know death i'm just a little bit salty about this is it. a regular like, 2d like, like animated cartoon as well said no, cool. he said no spin-offs he said don't don't keep oh. milking this cash cow and that's what they're doing and it's just it's just kind of disrespectful in my opinion that's kind of well, that's why they're, I'm do- they're doing it they totally are it's like at any time someone brings it up they bring up that a scene from spongebob where mr Krabs goes to a guy's grave and he's like am i gonna like like defile this grave just for money of course i am and everyone's like Look at these <laughs> <creators."> <laughs> they're yeah. so yeah dang rip yeah but <laughs> i mean I don't know it just reminds me i feel like that was such like a trend where it's like 
That's popular not the only show, big oof we especially had in the news. Nickelodeon. <laughs> Especially Nickelodeon. I guess Disney too. Disney did it as well. It's always like it. I feel like that was such a trend, and I just feel like that trend would have ended by now. But it's mm. like, oh, here's a popular show. Oh, it's so popular. It's so popular that even though this show's done, we're gonna make another show that's a spinoff with like similar characters. Like they did that with a lot of shows on Nickelodeon. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that gave us Corey in the house, though. So I suppose it's not all bad. <laughs> The greatest anime of all time. I suppose it's not all bad. It's the greatest anime of all time. So, um, <laughs> anyway, that's what I have to say about that. Uh, we can get into a trailer that you might be more excited for. Okay. Uh, I definitely am. <laughs> um, Titan Season 3 is looking really cool. Uh, oh, it does. We got a glimpse at Red Hood. We got, um, we heard the Joker. Uh, we just saw the, we could just... Imagine if it was just the crowbar. We don't see Joker. <laughs> just the crowbar. Um, obviously, you Red see Hood, like a hand in the shadow. Big part of his story uh, involves the Joker. And I was talking before the podcast about that's kind of my biggest um, curiosity is going to be you know who they get to play the Joker and how he'll be portrayed because I mm-hmm. feel like he hasn't been portrayed like he is in the animated series yet in live action. Everyone's wanted to be real creative with him. Yeah. And I would love to get Mark Hamill's Joker live actionized. Uh, Bat in the Sun has done really good with that. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be really, really cool. Um, but why, I mean, we don't know. This made me excited for for season three because, like, I think I watched the first season, and then I just never got around to season two because that's whenever. I think D- I think it was still on the DC app or whatever, and so. But now that it's on HBO Max, like I need to catch up because mm-hmm. the season three is looking really good based on this trailer. Season two is a little slow, um, but it's set up a lot for season three. Oh, cool! And then season three, it looks like they're gonna have a lot more money put into it. Yes, so this looked like it gave me vibes of like watching the actual like Red Hood, like you know, animated movie and stuff like yeah. that, and just. The way that whole moment plays out in, like, everything I've seen in Red, it just seems like it's going to be accurate. Mm-hmm. Like, even when we see, get that glimpse of Red Hood, I was like, man, this is, yeah. it's faithful. Um, I don't think you keep in mind for people who, you know, I don't know if this, it's probably just a deciding factor, I guess, is that um, it's going to take place in Gotham almost the entire mm-hmm. season from what I've read. Uh, and so okay. you might want to keep that, like, if you like Gotham stuff, it might be really, really cool. If you think that Gotham has been overused, then maybe we're like, meh. Um, right. So, you know, we're obviously not going to just see the Joker. Uh, the Scarecrow is supposed to play a big role in this as well as a few other Gotham villains. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Uh, Titans yeah, seems really like took me by surprise. Yeah, that first season, I was like, oh, this is actually good. Yeah, I liked what I had watched of it, and I think I, there's maybe a few episodes I've missed in season one, but then, like, I haven't seen all of season two, so I'm going to jump in. Cool. Yeah, maybe maybe I can actually, I, I can actually watch now. I have HBO Max. I'm gonna yeah. Just yeah. I didn't have HBO Max, so I could, but I'm going to be watching too much IQ in the meantime. <laughs> it is really, like, gritty. So I, that was my thing, is I was like, this isn't going to be anything like Teen Titans. They've mm-hmm. taken another thing and made it dark and edgy. Um, another like you know happy thing. <laughs> so they've done it well though. Yeah, they did a really good job. Um, like it had it, that first season. A lot of it is definitely build up, but there's also plenty there that's really good too. Yeah, definitely surprised. Um, one of my favorite DC shows by far. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then our last news piece probably isn't a surprise to anybody, but um, there's a lot going around, and I want to I want to clarify. And it says Loki is Disney Plus's Disney Plus's newest big show. Um, and that's necessarily true. It's the biggest. Um, it has the highest ratings of any Marvel Disney Plus show. So, okay. Mandalorian's season two premiere is still um, way way up there. Still king. That totally makes sense. Yeah, I still think yeah it does. It's still going to be bigger than Marvel. I read it and I was really surprised when I saw like a, I've seen a few. Uh, you know, I follow, like, Instagram things that kind of show headlines, basically. And uh, so I was, like, Loki beat out Mandalorian. Like, that's... Yeah. I kind of would have gotten that, but... It was... It's like IGN and a bunch of those other sites that just kind of, like, post headlines. And it's like, once you actually read stuff, it's like, oh, okay, there's more context. You know? Yeah. Um, 
it wasn't so LJ, you had mentioned this, um, that they've mm. actually changed release dates for big stuff like this to Wednesday nights. At first, I didn't like it, and it didn't make sense to me because I'm like, okay, you have one episode, and now and you're changing it. Mm-hmm. But also, it makes me think of how big TV shows are during the week, yeah. during that primetime slot. So, like, what people are going to do is they're automatically, like, when they get off work or when they make dinner or whatever, people sit down and watch these shows, no matter, like, what network it's on or, you know. So, it's like, I think it's the perfect time. I think they just happen to grab that, like... I don't know what you call it, like mindshare or just like are able to grab that moment and people are going to be turning on Disney Plus instead of this other show that's going to be on some network. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. It gives me more time, so I appreciate it. Like, it was on a Friday mm-hmm. night. If I was working over the weekend, um, I'd have to like rush to watch it Monday morning. I feel like I don't have to worry about spoilers as much uh, mm-hmm. also. Like, because I feel like on fr- on those Friday mornings, I would have to watch it quick or else I was going to get spoiled. But like, Second episode of Loki, I didn't watch till like later that night, and I never felt like you know I still check my phone and stuff mm-hmm. and, like every now and then, but like I never felt like I had a major spoiler like that whole day. Yeah, you know, like on social media. So I'm hoping this benefits that too because people probably aren't getting up super early because it's like they got to work in the morning or they're not staying up until two a.m. So watch you know, it, yeah, like, yeah. So I'm just like ah, I think this makes it better for everybody. <laughs> Yep. All right. Well, are we geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. Well, I guess we'll end no, the podcast yeah. there. Uh, LJ, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LJ, and I'm streaming Hunt Down currently on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace on Fridays. Hmm. Shelly? Um, you can find me on Twitter at the shellshock24. You can find me on twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace streaming Amori every Tuesday. Cody, I forgot to mention, I forgot to clip it, but in the last uh, time I played Amori, they had a joke where it's like, uh, the, it's Amori. <gasps> I'm so happy. Yeah, I thought of you. Yeah. I'll have to show you the VOD because I, I, I. <laughs> was like, oh my gosh, Cody needs to see this. That's great. I'll try to pull it up for you to show you. I'm later. glad they That's did awesome. that. That's so good awesome. Anyway, but you, you can find me playing uh, more of that. Cool. You can usually find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Uh, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.